You're listening to Very Loose Women. Coin-operated boy sitting on the shelf. He is just a toy, but I turn him on and he comes to life. Automatic joy, that is why I want a coin. Evening listeners, you are tuned in to Very Loose Women on Resonance 104.4 FM. And you just heard Coin. Operated uh, boy. <laughs> by the Dresden Dolls. Um, I'm Soyla. I'm here with my co-presenter, Leo. Hi, Leo. Hello. And tonight we are joined by Fionn Harmon. Hi, Fionn. Good evening. Um, we're going to talk about big dick energy and ceramic sex toys. But first, Leo. Yeah. How are you feeling today? Well, one, I'm back from France and that makes me feel great. Good. Because France is very difficult for me. It literally gives me the hiccups. When I'm in Paris, I get the hiccups because the place makes me so freaking an- anxious. But the one of the advantages of the of dual nationality mm. psychologically is that, I mean, I don't watch football as a fan. I just watch it every four years when the World Cup comes Same. around. Also, my girlfriend's super right. into football. And so I've been sort of, I know what offside means now. Good. Yeah. So like that sort of knowledge. Yeah. I've been initiated. Yeah. Um, England, I don't know if you've heard listeners, but spoiler alert, we're out of the World Cup. I say, <laughs> I say like we, I mean like no. England. It's a, you know what? I did have, you have that little hope. You're there like, it's yeah. coming home. It's coming shocked. home. But it I wasn't. I was shocked. We were winning. And then- I know. We yeah, that's winning. how, yeah, football, a cruel game. But I am a dual national, so I do you still have, have my other leg to stand on. You still have a chance. As a vicarious football watcher, as though I were playing. You know what? And attached to those nations. I states. think now what we need so. to do is support France. Yeah, we need to support France. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. actually, this is a call out. Please, listeners, in the World <laughs> Cup, I feel like everyone here should be focusing their energies across the channel now that England have lost and are out of the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just yeah, rubbing that in a little okay, bit. Okay, but thanks okay. for that. Yeah, go on. Well, that was nice. Um, I'm going to talk about a celebration that I have. Yeah. Which is that I got my hair done today. It looks so beautiful. Thank it's you. Shiny. Like a like an advert. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Um, so I went in. Um, and I was like, this is what I don't like about my hair, and I want to change all of it. Mm. And um, she was like. We're not gonna. We're not gonna do that. We're. How about this? Trust me. Trust me. And I was like, Why? What were you aiming for? Like blue, well, spiky. I used to, no, I just used to have these like blonde. It's called balayage, but it's basically highlights. <laughs> oh, balayage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, balayage. Sorry, I can't yeah. pronounce it. But uh, no, um, I don't know. I've I only have seen that oh. written. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I hated it so much and was like, I want to just get it all color off and like just one color. And she was like, you know what? We're just going to turn it down. We're going to turn it down. Kind of bring it up. We're going to trim it. It looks really classy. I really like it. She talked you out of a drastic change. She did. And so I'm hairdressing. I was like, thank you. And Mm. so, yeah, um, I'm very pleased with it. Yeah, when I went in to get my head shaved once, uh, they were like, well, why don't you get it shaved and then also dye it blonde? And I'm like, hold it. (laughs) (laughs) One thing at a time. (laughs) Just be calm. Oh, that's where I'm such a sucker for it. If anybody says, you know what? Why don't, it's mad, but why don't we do it? I'm like the first in line. You're there. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Yeah, well, oh, celebration and frustration. 
my, my only frustration with the world right now is that I'm moving between countries. Like I've been in Berlin for the last year. Half of my stuff is still there. I'm half back in London. Mm. So mm. it's kind of all over the place. But, you know, moving and starting my Kickstarter campaign, which I'm so celebrating on the one hand mm. and juggling my stuff in the other yeah <laughs> yeah anxious is is a word that i'm you mentioned before the show that you also had ovulation pains and that yeah. could be a celebration or a frustration who's to know <laughs> which well, is it's hard it to know with ovulation pains because you don't they're kind of you don't have something physically there all the time to let you know what it is so it is just a frustration that you're like oh what is this mm. and then after a while you're like okay well I'm on this day and this happened last month so maybe it's the same thing Mm. but yeah I always forget and then remember every month like I always forget that I have to menstruate (laughs) and then it just hits me and I'm like oh crap well like last time I went to the doctor about it he was like uh, I, I was like, but it's not the same days as last time. So are you sure it's the same thing? He's like, oh, that's the pre-ovulation pain. I was like, oh, okay. So now I get the pre- period, the post. pre-ovulation pain, ovulation pain, then pre-period pain. Is that how it works? And, that's um, a lot. <laughs> no, well, no, I, I don't. I don't always get that. But like, um, I think there's a any stage, any time it can strike. Mm. All I know. Mm. Well, um, we're going to talk about big dick energy now. So that was something I didn't really know what it was before you said, let's do this for the show. Yeah. And then I looked it up. But I think that you're best qualified to talk about it. Well, Not necessarily <laughs> because you have it, just because I mean, you researched it first. <laughs> when, when you say I researched. say this in, in because... So about an hour ago, we were discussing whether or not we had big dick energy, which we will describe. And Swirly was like, well, I think you've got little dick energy. I, so I took it back. I took it back yeah, straight away. After some duress. No, so I took it back straight mm-hmm. away. Straight anyway, away. What did is you big say, di- but it's still cute after. No, I didn't say this. <laughs> this is not an accurate representation of what happened. Um, so I'm, I talk about yeah, what big on. dick energy yeah. is. You don't have little dick energy. Just so I oh I thought I should warn listeners uh, while we're here that we want to say dick a lot. Um, yeah, we're, and talk about various sexual uh, things. Yeah, so um, as a, that's a little caveat if you're not into that. Um, Apologise, didn't want you sooner, but here we are. <laughs> um, so big dick energy is this internet phenomenon. Um, basically, it's like an imaginary dick that not everyone has but but people have it's imaginary doesn't it mean confidence Isn't that it what kind it means? of means confidence but mm. a little bit extra it's like sass it's i oh, know i hate the word sass i hate the word sass. sass i hate that I word think too it's cool confidence it's like cool it's confidence it's like i'm minding my own business but i'll step in when i need to mm. it's um mm. if i had a if i if i did have a dick or if you do have one mm. it's there it's my legs are out. And it's- just for context, what she was accusing me of, little dick energy, was <laughs> arrogance, pettiness, <laughs> brashness. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I said, that said, right. I said, I've got big dick energy. Mm-hmm. And you've got little dick <laughs> energy. And you've got little dick energy. <laughs> I heard it very clearly. You but, then I said, it. but then I said, actually, no, that's not right. I took it back straight away without you having to say. Right. So I won't have this go down on air. It literally already has. <laughs> but um, Although, when you... Oh, are there, isn't it... Doesn't it have a kind of like aloof kind of connotation? Like it's not so direct. It's not someone that's like, ba-boom, I'm here. It's like, 
it's in the corner, knowing it's cool, nursing yeah. that whiskey on yeah. the rocks, not needing whiskey to say it's Whiskey on the rocks. There. See, I drink that. So <laughs> <laughs> I have <laughs> energy. Um, well, like one of the examples, um, the kind of the person with the biggest dick mm. is Rihanna, who is, you know, <laughs> fabulous, fabulous. And um, I resonate with that. I feel that. I think, yes, Rihanna has big dick energy. Mm. One um, article I was reading by um, a journalist called Emily Reynolds um, who wrote about big deck energy, and that's how I first saw it. Um, she said um, in this article that if you uh, if you're a Tory, then you got little dick energy there. It's little dick energy. <laughs> I think this, is, this is this is politically biased, perhaps a little bit. Perhaps um, I think that's okay. People like Bob Ross. I don't know who that is. Who's that? The artist, the painter. Okay, I think. Oh my gosh! Yes, I do. The one who like the um like those videos on the internet of someone painting a canvas for a very long time. Yes, with the afro. Kind of. Yes. Well, no, it's not an afro. No, he's white. So yeah. Um, Lindsay Lohan. Whoa! I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I feel like she has. She's someone who has overcome a lot, and is still like, I'm here. Is she? Is she? Is she? Is she? Yeah, I, she is. She I is. am not sure. Yeah. I don't think that we should maybe debate that because she, you know, we don't know maybe for her. Is this the same article? I think that, she's got big dick energy. Okay, fine. That cited the Tasmanian devil as having big dick energy because I... The, uh, the, I can't remember if it was the same article, but there has been a different article which has cited the Tasmanian devil. It's like, yes, I totally <laughs> agree with that. Just like he <laughs> doesn't care. Just doing his thing. Day on day, mm. like in the, a path of destruction mm. in everyone's front mm. garden. And the thing about big dick energy is that you don't have to have a dick to have, have it. it. Yeah. It's in the. It's not the dick you've got down there. It's the dick you have. And I'm going to pat my heart that you have in here. It's <laughs> nice. in there, listeners. Speaking of dicks. <laughs> um, that, t- that was your segue proposition. Yeah, I was, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 I was just double checking. Um, in the studio, we have Fionn. Hello. And um, you're going to tell us about your project. Yes. Um, I'm currently, well, I'm launching a Kickstarter at 11 a.m. tomorrow on Thursday for any, if this gets played at other times, (laughs) for a ceramic dildo, oh, ceramic sex toy that is produced in the UK in Stoke-on-Trent. I think this is the first one being made there. At least I can tell from having spoken to many manufacturers that, up there that this is the case. The first sex toy being made there. In Stoke-on-Trent. Nice, nice. Um, And it's got a unique shape which has been devised by a trial and error approach. How would you describe its shape? You're holding it. but um, I'm holding it um, because it's quite haptic to be talking Mm. on the radio with something warming up in your hand. Mm. Um, It's kind of like... Um, The engineer um, uh, saw it earlier. Do you want to... Hey. Describe it a little bit. Here. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it looks sort of almost like a kitchen utensil, but a very stylish one. Um, like a pestle and mortar? Yes, exactly, like, yes. like a pestle and mortar. Something you'd maybe have hanging next to an auger or something yeah. in a quite cool hip kitchen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, so it's totally made to hide in plain sight amongst mm. your belongings. And one of the feedbacks that we had was that... Um, that my mother didn't even know what it was, which is great, surely, if you need to be hiding your sex toys amongst your family. Um, and, <laughs> and there you go. Yeah. And she's got a handle, so you can hang mm-hmm. her up on a coat hook mm-hmm. wherever it needs to be to 
get mm. to her quickly and easily without any fuss. So um, how is it different from other sex toys? Well, if, if it's made out of ceramic, which is still quite new in in that kind of mm-hmm. world. And there are a few ceramic sex toys out there already, but they're either super, super luxury or they kind of look like some kind of Dr. Seuss stocking filler toy. Mm. So I wanted to make something at a medium price point that was a bit more accessible so that people could start trying ceramic as an option that maybe had a silicon dildo somewhere or a vibrator, but we're looking to try different textures that bring it back onto the big dick energy Mm. thing. And not trying to replicate that skin tight feel that you get with veiny silicon dildos. Mm. You like you know the ones I mean, the mm. ones you think of from from way back when that mm. that have detailing. The kind of the stereotypical Yes. Yeah. And no, the I detailing is always remarkably intricate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I really do not know why they go to such lengths. Even well, on like such, something such that's lengths, like yeah. fluorescent and like mm-hmm. like even like flashing and pink. Yeah. And you're like none of this is made to represent what a penis looks like except for these tiny veins <laughs> that you have drawn on it for clearly no who, reason. Who, like, Pick the, Who's them the, out is the most attractive the vein. thing about a penis. Oh, yes, well, <laughs> the vein designer as well. Who is yeah. that artist who is like, oh, I think the vein needs to go a bit more to the left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a quality control on that. So this isn't trying to represent a phallus, but mm. it is for internal use. So you could say that she's got prudence is the name of the sex toy, mm-hmm. by the way. Um has big dick energy because she doesn't need Ooh, to have a dick to like be dick energy. Dick en- I like it. Di- I like it. I ruined I like that punchline then, didn't I? Um, it was almost there. It was. We were getting there. Yeah. <laughs> Where you know, what's the story behind Prudence? Where did you have the idea? So it began about five years ago when I was making sugar glass, as in sugar crack candy sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, vibrators for a sci-fi theater show which for health reasons obviously had no longevity outside the theater and um following this i was like oh well i had a little go like Mm -hmm. like you would with a condom on it and Mm. i was just like this is great the texture of something being so hard is really really great Mm. to climax against Mm. because it provides a resistance which is pelvic toning on the one hand and on the other it just heightens your orgasms mm. i don't know how to say this without sounding no crude. Like, you're um, on very loose women <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah okay. it's in the name right so um after that i bought some paper clay home and started trying different shapes with what worked for me and my very open-minded flatmates mm-hmm. and after we picked a few or i picked a few we got i got some prototypes made in glass and ceramic and my favorite one which is the one that is um, being kickstarted now was hand turned on a lathe out of porcelain so kind of like a banister is you know when it, oh, you, you turn okay. it from side mm. on and then I found a manufacturer that I was happy that I could go visit that seemed really really up for the project mm. that is based in Stoke-on-Trent and have to raise enough for the first batch to be made and take her from prototype to batch stage and then she'll be in everyone's kitchens and homes hanging up on yeah. the coat hook. So in the video it 
it shows you've done lots of like FIMO ones. Yeah. Can you talk through that process of like making making like, different sex shapes. toys out of yeah well, FIMO. I, I, other than sitting on every time my flatmates came home and I was just sitting there with different shapes putting them in the oven them getting kind of annoyed because they wanted to put their oven chips in there and I was like slowly baking up another batch of different <laughs> different shapes <laughs> um but it was gradual and then after that um I measured it with calipers and measuring tape and everything and got it 3d modeled or I 3d modeled it and then sent it over to somebody that knew a lot more about ceramics than myself, and we talked about the options. Mm. So that's why it's taken five years. It's been via many different professional opinions at this point. So in, in, if someone says, like, this is made of ceramic, will you put it in your vagina? My first question is going to be, like, will it break? Like, you hear yeah, yeah. stories of, like, bottles. Or, I mean, that's glass, that's different. <laughs> but, like, that scares me. So, Don't like, stick a glass <laughs> up your vagina. <laughs> Public <laughs> service announcement. Do that. Well, there um, there yeah. are glass as well, but um, safety is obviously a key concern because I think you're not alone in that being your first question. Mm. And, well, ceramics have an amazing tensile and tool torsile torsion strength mm. so they sh they won't break during use unless they're already damaged however um they will are prone like any other household ceramic to being dropped say you might crack them or chip them so you need to look out for this and use your common sense when using it mm. it's not going to break inside you that's perfectly safe but you might you need break to look it after her by you know smashing it on the side when you're excitable later on in the evening or however so yeah it's to be aware of but this is one of the reasons why it's slowly slowly coming to the forefront I think people are quite tentative about it mm. but I think it's worth it because it's eco-friendly and if you do smash it it'll help drainage in your compost heap that, I, oh, that is something what? I had not. What? <laughs> well, because aren't you meant to put crockery in your com compost? I've never heard this. I did not know that. No, that is very interesting. <laughs> but one to Google. It is one to Google. Um, and it also comes in a little pouch. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us about that? Yeah. That really caught my eye. And the, there's a pouch that I was, I'm really excited to be working with this company. And I can't talk about them too much until we sign everything off. But um, they run a fair trade cooperative in a town that there's lots of women who are victim to sex tra trafficking there. And so someone's gone in there and tried to actually put power back into these women's hands and offer them another way of income. So I was like, wow, this is the it's such a worthwhile thing to do and if I can get that kind of sex positive sex is only sex when it's consensual mm. side of it into a sex toy then surely it's doubly empowering for women um, and not just women I don't want to use anyone, women yeah. women is in like it's primarily for vaginal use um, that's what it's safe for mm. so vagina owners okay so in terms of um, sex toys Soila yeah. Can you tell me about your history with the sex toy? I don't have one. I have never, ever, ever used a sex toy. And what sort of, like, puts you off buying one or why do you not? Is that not um, something you considered? I don't know. When I was at uni, my friend who uh, wasn't being funny for my birthday bought a cucumber and I was like, well, 
Thanks for that. <laughs> Did you think it was for a salad? Because that would be my assumption I'm, if someone gave me a cucumber. Well, I was like, what have you got me this for? And he was like, uh, you know, winky wink. And I was like, okay, mm, well, that's okay, well, thanks yeah. for that. Um, but, I mean, didn't waste the vegetable. What, is that the only thing you got for your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> is the more pressing question. <laughs> Just from him. Just okay. from him. Um but no, I've, I've never used a sex toy. <laughs> That's so sad. Um, I've never, I don't know. I just think it's, it's something. The cucumber, not the not using the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the cucumber was a side story. Yeah. Um, but no, I just, I, I don't know. I, I've never really felt like um, I've been in a relationship where I've been like, let's, you know, let's get a sex toy kind mm. of make it fun or kind of add to this, add to this thing that we're doing. It took um, me a long time to get to them. I think when I was your age, you or young one, um, <laughs> it was not something I'd ever considered. No. And I saw it as like a niche thing. Yeah. Whereas like, now, like, I have like three. And I also think now that... Hi, mum. <laughs> <laughs> I also think now that, like, uh, because I'm not in a relationship, I just don't feel inclined to, to do that, even mm. though I know that, you know, sex toys and self-pleasure are, you know, an incredible... You can be... Well, I can't talk from experience, but can be, like, an incredible thing. Do you yeah. think um, the culture of it has changed at all, like, in the time that you've been having those thoughts? Especially if you've now come to own... Yeah, I think definitely the culture has changed. I think I've also changed this, like, I mean, I've moved from like a university town to London. I think that Mm. changes something. Um, That episode that you can find it on Really Swimming, acast.com forward slash Really Swimming or on iTunes. Um, We did an episode where Evie at Shush, uh, which Mm -hmm. is a sex shop in East London, gave us a sort of guided tour. Mm. Sex shop. I, yeah, it's really cool. It was last series, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and that and that like that changed a lot for me. I'd already ha- like bought a little vibrator like from Superdrug because mm. and that's quite nice. Like selling it in the mainstream like that that changes a lot for mm. me. But then going to a niche store that was already a bit of a step for me. Mm. Um, and then it's not always the nicest experience. No, no you're just in there. Yeah. And there's dicks, and you know, like <laughs> oh, actually, well, this is one of the thing on the other end of the scale. Mm. My genuine reason for wanting to do it the way that I'm doing it is because um, my first experience going into a sex shop, like a proper sex shop, mm. not like mm. like Anne Summers, but like you know the ones with the windows blacked out. Mm. I walked in with w- one of my first boyfriends and. Um, we didn't know what to do and the mm. guy behind the counter like he took one look at my boyfriend and went what you need is um feeder fucker porn and i was like oh Whoa. my god what is that and then he pointed to a like plus size blow up doll and looked at me and i was mortified oh, like as you can imagine really no, I, I thought it was quite funny also but... apologize to our listeners apologies for using the f word oh, yes, yes. Sorry. Sorry. that's fine no, that's it, okay. it is the genre of mm. pornography mm. Um, i'm sorry for the it's no, no no i was saying we 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 don't need to... okay anyway moving <laughs> on from that um yeah that's very surprising i've been in um soho sex shops before and i find them quite like intimidating like i don't yeah. really know where to yeah. look no, i would never go into a sex shop ever. because a lot of the like even like covers for things they're like i don't know it's it's like something that i find quite off-putting it yeah. almost it, it kind of seems a little bit masculine 
mm. like sexual or like male gazy. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly mm. that. And I think that's what puts me off it, it so does, yeah, much. Yeah, puts me off it a lot. They do have mm. some that are aimed towards more like lingerie shops that are aimed yeah. towards. But that's another thing. Like bit. that's just not like my style. No, the lingerie. <laughs> but I, I find them even more yeah. alienating yeah. because. You might have to ring the doorbell to get in, and then yeah. Oh really? Gosh, no, I haven't got that and far. <laughs> you gotta like get to like get to find where the sex toys are at the front near the till, and you'll have to make eye contact for that to happen. And mm. then like you're priced out of there anyway, so mm. I'm not spending a month's salary on a on a sex toy. I found yeah. like <laughs> buying things on the internet was very helpful. So like your Kickstarter, I mm. think that would be quite comfortable. Um, but yeah, I I mean this is bad, but Amazon. Uh, it was like quite an easy choice ah, for really? me. Really, mm-hmm. I've um, never bought any. Yeah, well, just because I knew the brand of the sex toy that I was buying, mm-hmm. so that was like a vibrator. So that was f- like I knew that it would be fine. And mm. then so then it was just like a retailer on there. That was okay. I think something that's really refreshing about your promo video um, is that it just seems incredibly inclusive, and it doesn't seem like it's you know a male gazy or masculine. It's just like this is a thing, and you know you might you might like it. And I really like that element of it. So well, you, wait, I want I want to give one to you, <laughs> um, um, but obviously um, to use at your own discretion in your own time frame. Well, we'll wait for that Kickstarter. Yeah, and, then I'll, <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll link to everything, of course, for our listeners. Um, we've got time for a quiz. Yeah, we've got last minute quiz. Um, should I should I kind of do this? We're gonna do okay. So this is the big, the very least women. Big Dick Energy Quiz. So, listeners, I'm going to read a question, going to give you an A, B or C option. Mm. And then at the end, um, we'll see whether you got Big Dick Energy or not. So, okay. first question. Mm-hmm. When you're going out to eat and you're asked where you want to go, do you A, say you don't know, even though you do know, B, say where you'd like to go, but you're happy to compromise, or C, Declare where you want to go and it's there or nothing. B for me. You're B. B. Yeah. B. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, um, okay. Next Is question. Is that just middle of the road? That's, that's middle like... of the road. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to be little dick energy again. No, you're not. You're not. <laughs> well, wait. Wait for the end. Wait for the end. Is two littles big? <laughs> Who knows? When um, someone you're flirting with messages you, do you A, read the message and reply straight away? B, see you have a message on your phone, but leave it until you're ready so you don't open it. Or C, read the message, leave them on read until they message again. That's terrible. Okay, so I once left it a full 24 hours before replying to a message because I like couldn't reply at that point. And um, I know after the fact she got quite freaked out by that. Oh dear, okay. But but I usually am A, but I remember that on this occasion I would definitely B because she brings it up quite a bit. Okay, that's one occasion though. But I'd say generally A, A, but baby. Um, And we'll like screenshot it, send it to three friends, ask what they think I should do and then continue. (laughs) Okay, Um, that's a D. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) And the third question. You're on the tube and someone says something offensive to the whole carriage. Do you A, mind your own business, B, leave the carriage, or C, (laughs) tell them to... um Tell them to be quiet. Uh, confront the person. It says STFU. Yes, it says um, tell a bitch to STFU. So I've never been in a carriage where it's happening to someone else, but I've been in a carriage where it's happening to me. Yeah. And in that case, we rebelled a little bit and then left. So it was a combination of both. See, so you, but you, you, 
interacted first. We didn't say be quiet. Actually, we literally did say that. Okay, good. Mm. Um, it depends what time of day it is. If okay, it's in the morning, no. If it's in the evening, you get the whole of my mind and mm. then mm. more. Well, listeners uh, and Leo and Fionn, uh, if you were an A, if you had mostly A's, then you might have a little dick energy. <gasps> Sorry, guys. If you're a B, you got mediocre dick energy. And if you're a C, you got that big dick energy. Oh, saying, just saying. Yeah, mediocre. <laughs> mediocre is fair enough. I'm, I'm little. <laughs> it's okay. But it's okay because But prudence. you have you have prudence. Yeah, and yeah. I think because you've got prudence, you've got big dick energy. There we go. Yes. So, listeners, that's all we've got time for today. Um, thank you so much, Fionn. Um, thank you how for can our me. listeners kind of tune into your project? How can they. Can well, they I will a share a link with you on social media. Yeah. But the project is called Fine Bone Ceramic Sex Toys mm-hmm. on Kickstarter. So you can find it that way. Mm-hmm. And that goes live the on the 12th. It's tomorrow at 11 a.m. Yeah. yeah. I've forgotten the date. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> After um, the football. We're, um, we're going. Thank you so much, Leo. Thank you, Hugo, for engineering. Um, you can listen to us, acast.com forward slash Rayleigh Swimming. We're um, at BLW Radio on Twitter. I'm going to play out To Make Me Feel by Janelle Monet. Good night. Good night.